You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, take your seats. I said take your seats. Class, sit. I swear you're all acting like a bunch of animals. Pet Life Radio presents Teacher's Pet, where you'll learn how to understand and communicate with your pet and train them to be the best pet they can be. It's time to see the world from your pet's point of view. So give a tail-wagging welcome to your Teacher's Pet host on PetLifeRadio.com. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Hi, welcome to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, Director of Training and Behavior at St. Hubert's Animal Welfare Center in Madison, New Jersey, and your host. This week, we'll be working on teaching your dog to hold a reliable stay. There are three positions which you will teach your dog. A sit stay, a down stay, and a stand stay. This means if you say sit and stay, the dog must remain seated until you release him. Think of a behavior as having an on-off switch. You certainly have to turn the behavior on, but you then again have to turn it off. So the off switch is just as important as the on switch. So whatever word or phrase you choose to use as your off switch grants the dog permission to do something and gives you control since your dog must learn to look to you for permission to do something else. So some of my recommendations that I use might be okay or short phrases such as all done, thank you. And for children, I like to use bingo. Be careful not to use good boy or good girl or good dog since you're going to use those phrases to reinforce duration exercises, which stay is. Now, remember, yes means to the dog. That's right. Here's your reward. Good boy or good girl means to the dog. You're right. Keep doing it. I like it. And eventually you will get your paycheck at the end of the job. Once your dog offers you the correct behavior when asked, it is time to drop your yes marker. There's no need to continue to give a treat each and every time your dog performs the behavior once he understands what's expected of him. You will now end the behavior by giving him a release marker. So the release marker that I use is okay. Again, you select whichever word or phrase that you like. Okay means, again, to your dog, you are released from the behavior, but then look to me for another signal. For example, if you tell your dog to sit when you open up the door, release him with an okay. Your dog should then go through the doorway, turn back to look at you, and not bolt off and run away chasing after a deer or a squirrel. So start to use your release word whenever you wish to give your dog permission to do something. If you pattern this, what you're going to do is teach your dog to automatically look to you for permission at the end of any behavior. If you have multiple dogs like I do, I have two dogs, you may want to teach them a joint release. So that means all dogs may get up. And then I also recommend teaching individual release words. So for example, if I want uh, Gwynny to go through the door, but I want Lance to wait, what I will say is Gwyn Gwyn, that's her release word. And Lance's release word is Bud Bud. So I like to make it a double sound. But if I say, guys, okay, that means you both can go. You're both released. So it's very helpful. It gives you a lot of control. So before we can begin our training session, if you don't have your dog, treats, and a tug toy, now's the time to get it. You're also going to need a paper and pen to take some notes later on. 
So we'll take a short break to hear from our sponsors. And when we return, we'll get ready to have some fun. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail right after recess. Pick up something unique at a Bone to Pick Dog Boutique. A Bone to Pick has cool hip fashions for big and small dogs that will have their tails wagging in style. Cat products too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Check out our eco-friendly pet products and gifts for humans too. A-B-O-N-E-T-O-P-I-C-K.com. Get your pet's mouth watering monthly with our Gourmet Treat of the Month Club. And join a Bone to Pick's free birthday club for your puppy. A-B-O-N-E dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com pick up something special for your best friend at a bone to pick a-b-o-n-e dash to dash p-i-c-k dot com get 10% off with coupon code petlife got a cool cat got a cool cat got a cool cat do you have a cool cat in the house well, of course i do got a camera then take a quick pick of your cool cat and enter the Pet Life Radio Cool Cat Contest. Pet Life Radio is partnering with Morris and Nine Lives to give you the chance to win a really cool cat care kit. Get a Nine Lives Play and Scratch Play Post, Nine Lives Wooly Cat Bed, Nine Lives Food Bowl, Morris Play Spinners, and much, much more. You'll also get an autographed copy of pet edutainer Arden Moore's new book, Happy Cat, Happy You. Everybody gets a chance to vote, and the top five coolest cats win an awesome cool cat care kit from Pet Life Radio and Nine Lives. To enter, just go to the PetLifeRadio.com website or CoolCatContest.com. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, Consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Welcome back. This is Pia Slavani, host of Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. Thank you for joining us. Before we begin working on stay, let's do a little bit of warm-up with the things that you taught your dog up until now. If you haven't signed on to the show before, please refer back to training sessions number one and number two. For those of you who have listened to previous sessions, we're going to start off by getting you ready to train. 
before I train my dogs, I want to get them a little psyched. I want to get them pumped. I want to get them excited about learning. So I always start off uh, with a game of tug. I might also start off playing retrieve a little bit to get the dog's mindset that we're doing something together. So what I'd like you to do right now, hopefully you have your tug toy. I want you to get your dog into a sit and he should have that impulse control right now. Wait two seconds and then snap the toy out there and tell him to take it or whatever your word is that you're using. Get it, take it, and now tug with him a little bit so he's having some fun. Okay, and remember keeping it low, not high in the air. And now I want you to ask for a give or whatever your release word is. He should immediately spit it out. And if he does, mark it with a yes. Tell him to sit again. Tease him with it a little bit just to test to see if he really is holding that impulse control. If you think he's holding that sit, snap it out there again and tell him to take it and start your tug game once more. Again, keeping it low, you can go around in circles. You want to get him all pumped up that you're getting ready to work. Okay, once he's tugging, once again, tell him to give. And as a reminder, if he doesn't immediately drop it out, either take hold of his collar, but don't continue to pull. That's the key. So right now, I'd like if you are still using treats to get him to release the object, you need to stop using those. Otherwise, he's going to become dependent on it. So just wait for him to give. And if he does, just tell him, good boy. And then put the tug toy up on top of the table or wherever you're working. That does not mean, though, he should jump up to grab for it. Obviously, you control the tug toy, not the dog. Okay. Now, secondly, we're starting something new. I always practice some attention work. Without attention, you're not going to have success. The dog needs to obviously be paying attention to you in order for the dog to comply. So what I'd like you to do now is I want you to practice playing the name game. And I want you to take your tug toy and in a second, I'll explain the exercise first and then you'll do it. You're going to throw the tug toy off into an area and hopefully your dog will run to chase it. When he picks it up, then I want you to say your dog's name. If he looks into your eyes, tell him yes, use your marker and then grab a treat and give it to him. So let's try that. So again, take your tug toy, you're tossing it off. Hopefully your dog went to pick it up or at least he became interested in it. Say his name. If he turns to look at you, mark it with a yes and reward him with a treat. Now go pick up the tug toy if the dog has not brought it to you. Now if he grabs for that tug toy before you can reach for it, tell him to sit. Don't tell him anything other than a sit. Praise him slowly and calmly and reach down for the tug toy. If he dives for it again, this is not a game about who can get it first. This is about you picking it up. I would tell him to sit again, praise him calmly, pick it up. And if he does, I'd play a little tug with him for being patient. That's showing some impulse control. So you want to reward that. But remember, it's not about screaming and yelling at him. It's not going to help him relax, obviously, if you're getting too aroused. So the key is if you want calm behavior, you have to be calm yourself. So let's do a few more. I want you to practice a few more exercises. Maybe toss a treat out now, six feet away. And as soon as your dog's nose is on the ground, I want you to say your dog's name. If he turns to look at you, I want you to mark it with a yes and then reward him 
with your choice. You can either tug with him or you can use another treat, whichever your preference is and whichever you think your dog will work best for. So practice that a little bit to get him pumped up. And that is so critical when you start training because this is about relationship. It's about you both doing it. And you want the dog to think, oh, I remember this. This is the fun part where I get rewards. I do things and I get rewards. Okay. Ask your dog either to give, if he's got the tug toy, and I want you to have a seat either on the floor, um, maybe do a little massage um, while, while I just chat a little bit about stay. It's extremely important that you effectively communicate what you want from your dog. Remember, dogs do not understand English. They're not born um, knowing what sit, down, stay, come means. They also don't understand when you talk to them in sentences, paragraphs, or when you lecture to them. It basically, like the cartoon says, the dog is hearing blah, 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 blah. They can learn quite a bit. The last research that was done um, that I'm aware of, dogs can learn up to 400 words or phrases. So that's quite a bit. However, for each word or phrase you want him to respond to, you have to carefully teach the dog what it means by communicating to him in a way that he can understand. We communicate with dogs by a process of what we call demonstration and reward. So what we do is we help the dog learn what our English word means or whatever language you're using. It doesn't have to necessarily be English, but what that word means by helping him carry out the action as we say the word. As soon as he does it, we mark it and then we reinforce it for his cooperation. So with this in mind, you're going to teach your dog what stay means. Do not assume that he knows what it means, even if you've told him stay before and you've repeated it over and over again. The key is that you shouldn't have to repeat your cues over and over. People tend to think the dog is stubborn or he's ignoring them if he doesn't comply immediately. Perhaps he really isn't ignoring you, but he could be confused. I personally don't feel that dogs are stubborn, as I've mentioned before. I find that they're just not motivated or they're confused. So if you repeat the cues over and over again, what you basically are doing is a really, really good job at teaching the dog to ignore you. Because think about it yourself. If somebody kept repeating things over and over and over and over again, sort of like a child saying, ma, 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 after a while, you're going to become irritated. You might even walk away. So if he's not responding, do not force him into the position by pulling on a collar or lead or pushing down on his rear if you've asked him to sit. This is certainly not a way that we like to teach dogs and it's not going to motivate him to want to do it again. So instead, we're going to help him and we're going to reward him. So what does stay mean? Stay in short means freeze, freeze in that position. The only thing that releases your dog from stay is your release word. And again, mine is okay. What I do is I pair it up with a double pat on the dog's chest or on the side of his body. I like to do that because as the dogs get older and possibly if they can't hear or they don't see as well, I now have a hand signal to communicate to the dog that he's released. So, for example, when Ashley, my golden retriever, uh, when she was 15, 
she would wait at the door because she could hear the door open. She was patterned to do that, but she couldn't hear when I wanted her to go out. So I gave her a little double pat on the side of her body and she knew that meant to go through the doorway. So do not release your dog from a stay when you're at a distance. That's a big mistake that a lot of people make. What they do is they might tell their dog to stay and then go into another room and then call the dog to come. Now what you're doing is you're putting the dog sort of in a get ready mode. When when is he going to call? When is she going to call? And he's not relaxed. With stay, you want your dog to be relaxed. So your dog must learn to have patience and remain calm and passive when in that stay position. And always wait for you to return Put your hand on the dog. He gets a double pat and then a release. So the important concept is that the dog never decides when stay is over. He must stay until you tell him he can move. Now, there are three stages that your dog will go through as part of this exercise. I call them the three Ds. It's duration, distraction, and distance. And all of these will be taught separately And once the dog is proficient with all three stages, we're going to put them all together and we're going to challenge the dog and possibly you. So today we're going to work on the first D, which is duration. Two weeks from now, when we do our other training session, we'll work on the second two Ds, which will be distraction and then adding distance. So the key to successful training is to set your dog up for success each and every time. You're going to begin by only asking for what your dog is capable of doing. If your dog is not successful, it is not your fault. Uh, No, I'm wrong about that. It is your fault. It's not the dog's fault. It's your fault. You might be asking too much. You might be making the situation too difficult for your dog at that particular time. He might not understand what you're asking him to do. So keep in mind, whenever you're training your dog, your goal is to have each trial be successful for the dog. He's going to then be pumped to want to do it again and again and again. So never move ahead to the next step until your dog is successful, let's say three to five attempts. Once he's successful three to five attempts, you're ready to move on to the next step. I promise you, you're going to get much greater success by backing up a step and ending with a successful attempt than moving forward too quickly. And that's just part of us. We like to do that. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to explain to you first before you get up and work. I'm going to explain to you what you're going to do and then I'll talk you through it so it's nice and clear. So in a second, you're going to get up and the only thing that you're going to need right now is your dog because your treats are up on your table or on your desk and your tug toys up there as well. So empty hands is what you'll need. You're going to begin by cueing your dog to sit. Once he's seated, then you're going to tell him to stay immediately followed by a hand signal. Your hand signal is basically a flat palm that you're going to hold momentarily in front of your dog's face. It's not covering his eyes. It's sort of just, it looks almost like a stop signal. Okay, so it's going to come out. So again, it's sit, stay, and just immediately follow it with a very brief stop signal in front of your dog's face. Once he's in that position, you're going to now use your phrase, good boy, good girl. 
okay, as you remove your hand. You're not going to hold your hand there to cover his eyes. You're going to wait two to three seconds as you praise him, no more than two to three seconds. Okay, that's pushing it. Once you've hit the two to three seconds, you're going to place your hand on his body. You'll give him a light, nice little pat-pat as you say, okay, in a nice happy voice. Immediately end the behavior with the reward. The dog gets a reward. Now he gets his first paycheck after he's completed the task. All right, so let's try that to begin. So I want you to do everyone stand up. And don't worry, we're going to do this several times. So if you fall behind a little bit, you'll have plenty of time to catch up. I'm going to talk you through it several times. So tell your dog to sit once he's seated. Tell him stay. Flat palm in front of the dog's face. Calmly praise him. Good boy. Put your hand on his body and tell him, okay. And immediately go give him a treat. All right. Let's try that again, and you can rub him up in between, too. Tell him what a good boy he was. All right, let's try that again. Tell your dog to sit. Once he's seated, a very brief hand signal in front of his face as you say, stay. Calmly praise him, two to three seconds. Very calmly. Now place your hand on his body. Pat, pat, as you say, okay. And now give him a treat. All right, let's do it one more time. Okay, try a different position, maybe try a different spot in the room. Here you go, tell him to sit. Calmly tell him stay with your hand signal. Praise your dog calmly, stay very calm. Hand on body, ready, okay, release. And he gets his reward. Now take your tug toy out real fast, just give him a little bit of a mental break. Good, so again, take it tug and this is typically what I do I'm not going to do maybe more no more than three to start with I want the dog to be successful now as you're tugging I'll just tell you quickly if your dog got up within the two to three seconds what I'd like you to do is quickly tell eh, just a little eh, and remind him to sit again and eh means I'm not mad you're not bad this that that, that was wrong just let's start the exercise again Okay, stop the tugging. What we're going to do now is we're going to build up to five seconds before we go to break. So, everything away, tug toy away, treats away, nothing in your hands. Tell the dog to sit. Calmly tell him stay. Don't sing it. Say it like a statement. Stay. Calm praise. Two, three, four, five. Okay, release and give him a treat. All right, I'm gonna, you don't have to count. I'll count for you. You can be praising as you're doing it. All right, let's try it again. So I'll do the counting for you. And this is when you're going to tell him, good boy. And he, you, can, you don't have to keep repeating, good boy, good boy, good boy. You can say, well done. Good job. Good boy. Nice. So anything that's calm that the dog likes, so the dog is paying attention. So here we go. Let's do one more. Tell him to sit. Stay, and now I'll count. One, two, three, four, five. Okay, release. Very nice, very nice. And again, if he got up, you might be moving too quickly. Maybe he can't hold the five seconds. Or use your little eh, just to remind him as fast as you can. Get him back into that sit. 
All right, what I'm going to do is we're going to take a real short break to hear from our sponsors. Rather than drill the dog in between, what I'd like you to do is give him a play break instead so he gets this mental brain break. So instead, when you're on, we're on commercials, I'd rather have you not continue to work on that. You've got two weeks to work on this. So play with them instead, and we'll be right back. So don't go away. Okay, class, grab your tuna flakes, biscuits, and bones. Teacher's pet will be back in two shakes of a tail, right after recess. Greetings, human. What planet? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No, to my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Fluff your feathers, roll out your tongue, shine your fins, snap on your leashes, and grab your human. It's the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo. Two full days of pet-tastic fun that no pet lover should miss. Join us for shopping, the Barks and Couture Fashion Show, Dream Pet Wedding, Ultimate Pet Makeover, Pet Communicator, Rescue Me Pet Adoption, Service Dog Demonstration, and tons of fun contests. Bring your pets and join us at the Louisville Pet Lovers Expo, Saturday, September 27th, and Sunday, September 28th, at the Kentucky Expo Center. For more information, go to LouisvillePetExpo.com. New York, the glitz, the glamour, the exciting Muttropolis, the sparkling kitty city that never sleeps. Join us each week for Pets in the City with your host, Diane West. Celebrity pet sightings, hot events, and news and reviews with the hottest movers, shakers, and tail waggers in New York. So take a bite out of the Big Apple with Pets in the City every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Okay, class, hang up your collars and leashes. Teacher's Pet is back in session. Now park yourselves on the floor. I said park, not bark. Okay, Teacher's Pet. Pay attention. There may be a quiz later. Welcome back to Teacher's Pet on Pet Life Radio. This is Pia Silvani, your host. And before we left, you were working up to a five-second sit-stay. Now, how about if we do a down-stay? Since we haven't done a down-stay yet, uh, what you're going to do is you're going to go back to two to three seconds. Remember, it's a new position. Anything new, you start from scratch, just like you did in the beginning. What you're going to do is, you, if your dog does not go down on cue... What you can do is you can lure the dog down with a treat. So you can start off with the dog in the seated position. You're going to put the food at his nose level. You're going to bring his nose 
to his toes, his front toes. And then once it hits the ground, you just drag it along. Once he's in the down, you're going to place the food between the dog's front paws. You're not going to feed him hand to mouth, and I'll tell you why later. So it goes on the floor between the dog's front paws. So let's get him into a down. I'll talk you through it. If you're luring, practice your luring until you can get him into the down. Remember, if you're working on down, then you're going to mark it with a yes. You're not going to worry about your stay. For those dogs that know down, tell your dog down, no food in hand. Same thing, tell him stay. If you need to stay down lower with them, that's okay. If you can stand up, that's even better. Remember, the key is your dog needs to be successful. Two to three seconds, okay, and he gets a reward. So let's do that again. Let's try it again. Again, take your time. Some dogs go down quickly. Some dogs go down slowly. Tell your dog again now, down, stay, very calmly, good boy, and okay, release. Now, sits are usually a, a little bit easier a lot of times, especially if you've been working on sit. Downs can be a little more difficult, especially if they haven't learned the down. So again, one more time, if they don't know the down, it's food held, flat palm facing the floor. Put the food nose, drag it down to your dog's toes, the front toes. Once it's there, you can drag it along the floor, away from the dog. You can give him a little massage on his shoulders if his rear end keeps coming up. And once he's down, mark it with a yes, and then place the treat on the floor. Okay, so that might be some homework for you to work on getting your down. But again, if you have the down, we're going to do the same thing. We're going to try five seconds now. So let's stand up. Tell the dog down. Once his elbows are on the floor, tell him stay. Praise. One, two, three, four, five. Pat, pat. Okay, and release him. He gets his reward. If at any time the dog starts to jump up or he gets up, Okay, what you might need to do then is you might need to stay down with the dog, kneeling down next to the dog. Maybe sit in a chair. That might help. And you can lure the dog to the down. Your goal, though, is that you can tell the dog down, but you're standing up. You shouldn't have to always be squatting down when the dog is in the down. So let's let's go back to assist stay this time. This time, I'd like what I'd like to do is build and see if we can get 10 seconds. You might be able to. If you can't, Always release the dog just before you think he's going to get up. That's the key. So if I'm at five seconds, say I'm counting up to five, and you think, I don't think my dog is going to make it to 10 seconds, then you know what? You release your dog on, on six before he gets up. So this way the dog realizes, oh, okay, I got released from my owner. I just didn't get up on my own. So if you continually have to fix the problem all the time, Again, you're asking for too much. But let's see if we can get 10 seconds. We might. Okay, here we go. We're going to go back to a sit. Tell the dog to sit. Hand signal stay. Now you praise calmly as I count. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Okay, release. And reward him immediately. All righty. Okay. Take out your tug toy and play a little tug with him. 
So again, giving him a mental break on this. All right. Don't forget in between what you can do is you can get a sit. And if he sits, tell him yes and then tap it with him again. If your dog is really good with down, tell him to give and then down. If he goes down, tell him yes and then tug with him again. So you're throw, you're incorporating play into your training. Okay, you can have a seat. Now I'm going to tell you what your goal is here. You're going to need your paper and pen. You've got two weeks, so this should not be difficult. You want to build up to 15 seconds. The key is you're staying close to your dog. You're not going to do this around heavy-duty distractions, and you're not going to add any distance. Remember, that's testing. That's not training. So you're staying close. I'd much rather have you do this in a variety of areas that are not too distracting than to see how far you can get or just see how, I wonder how long my dog can hold this. Again, that's testing. That's not training. So the question people ask is, well, why teach stay? What's the purpose of stay? Stay is really necessary in training since it teaches your dog to control his active behavior by being calm and passive. It also gives you control when you don't want your dog to be active. So for example, you might tell your dog to downstay when you're um, in your veterinarian's waiting room. Uh, When you're watching television, you don't want to be bothered with a dog, you put him in a downstay. Maybe when you're outside and you're reading a book, if if you've got a pool, you're in your lounge chair and you want to relax, you can put your dog in a down next to you. Uh, Working at the computer, you don't want to be bothered at that point. Other times might be when um, you're at the park and maybe you need to get things out of your car and you allow your dog to get out. I put my dogs in a downstay. I can take whatever I need out. And then I say, okay, let's go, guys. Now, sit stays are typically used for short duration exercises. So, for example, if I'm outside and I I might be walking and I get the mail, I might put my dogs, if I don't want them pulling on leash, I'm near the street. I tell them to sit and stay. I get the mail out of the mailbox and then, okay, let's take a walk down the driveway. Or maybe you're just, it's a quick chat with your neighbor. You don't want your dog jumping up on the neighbor. Rather than jumping, you tell the dog to sit and stay. So dogs learn by consistent repetition. Each day builds on the day before and reinforces the lesson in your dog's mind. So you don't have to do a formal training session. I always tell my clients not to do that. If you only go out and you conduct a formal training session, the dog will learn that he just listens during that formal training session but not throughout the course of the day. So instead, make sure that you practice this throughout the day when you're doing your daily routines. So examples are sit for a greeting, sit before I put your food bowl down, sit before I open the door, uh, sit in the car. Maybe uh, at dinner time, you want your dog to go to a mat and sit. Walking nicely on leash. Maybe you stop in between, you throw in a couple of sit stays in there. So great time to do is when you're playing with your dog or when you're on your walks. Just throw in a lot of these behaviors. So try to incorporate it into fun games too. So when you're playing with your dog, train your dog at the same time. Your dog should be devoting his attention to you and vice versa. It's a team effort. If you're not paying attention and you're yelling at the children in the middle of a training session, probably isn't very good. So your dog should love to do the things with you and you should get a sense of success and feel proud of what you and your dog have accomplished. So in order to achieve that, you must make sure that you're giving your dog plenty of rewards um, for good behavior. 
So remember, rewards are anything that your dog perceives as fun and rewarding. And finally, it's unrealistic to expect your dog to respond to your cues in environments outside of your home unless you practice in all environments. Dogs do not easily generalize. I hear all the time people saying, but he does it at home where he knows better. It's just because he hasn't generalized it yet. So learning is not all or nothing. They will make mistakes. And if you're a good trainer, you will forgive those mistakes and learn that you need to just now work him in various areas. So unfortunately, we're out of time. If you want more information on the topics that we've discussed in any of the training sessions, I have written six training manuals, which are available for sale at St. Hubert's Dog Training School. And you would probably look, if you have a puppy, I'd recommend that you get the puppy manual. If you've got an adult dog, the basic manual. You can email our office manager, Tracy Hofer at thofer, that's T-H-O-F-E-R, at St. Hubert's, all one word, S-T-H-U-B-E-R-T-S dot org, O-R-G. Next week, we're going to have a very special guest on who will be talking to us about a topic that we have all been through, maybe going through, or may one day go through with our pets. So you won't want to miss it. Training session number four, we'll be working on getting your dog to hold a stay around distractions and begin now to add distance. So as always, a special thanks to our producers for making this show happen. If you'd like a transcript of this show or any of the other shows on Pet Life Radio Network, please go to PetLifeRadio.com and click on Teacher's Pet. Also, if you have any questions, comments, or ideas, anything you'd like to work on, please email me at Pia at PetLifeRadio.com. So until next time, this is Pia signing off. Thanks so much for your interest in Pet Life Radio. School's in session on Pet Life Radio with Teacher's Pet. Learn how to communicate with your pet, train your pet, and see the world from your pet's point of view. You may even learn a few tricks yourself. Teacher's Pet, only on PetLifeRadio.com.